Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Ms. Radio, Ms. Radio Sapphire. Sapphire, if you're extra fucking nasty. And of course, I got my girl, Miss Fit and Dirty, Yasmin DeLeon. Yes, and we have a very special guest, you guys, tonight. We have the one and only legendary adult photographer, Holly Randall. Hello. Yes. And you're new to the podcast world now. I am. Yeah. I jumped on that train. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly, I'm glad that you're on the show. Um, I don't know how much Lainey has told you, but I am a fan of yours, of your work. <laughs> I, I do miss the glamour shot modeling of porn. Yeah. I mean, I really do. And then your mom, Suze Randall. Mm-hmm. I mean, the it seems like the family name it just keeps going and I'm, I'm glad of it because it seems like now in the adult industry I feel like we are losing that type of touch of glamour that used to be yeah um, I honestly was just talking the other day with a friend of mine and I was just saying I miss the old days of Playboy yeah I miss so opening I. up yeah you know I miss opening up those centerfolds I miss opening up the magazines and yeah I read the articles but I used to love the photography work. Yeah. I mean, it was just so tasteful and very, it had like a Hollywood kind of production feel to it. Yeah. There was a lot of production put into those. Absolutely. Nice. I mean, it's so again, it's just like, I wish we can bring it back. I mean, in the day and age of like virtual porn, now there's this like sex doll brothel that's coming out. Wow. Yes. Oh, yes. It's wow. in our day, sex okay. and confused news. Okay. So I'm saying, you know, in an age of where digital and sex is kind of like blurring the lines, I feel like um, the touch of photography, mm-hmm. for, like to me, I love pornography in a sense of like photography more in the film. Right. I, I feel like it's just more erotic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we just don't get enough of it. I yeah. feel like it's just too standard. It's very just one-sided. Um, yeah, you'll get the, the kinks and fetishes types of shoots and everything. But I don't know. I'm just, I feel like nowadays we're just losing that kind of feel, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, the, the focus has changed. Before it was, you know, first I was really just an erotic photographer. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, okay, you know, you should shoot some video to accompany your stills. And then it was like, oh, well, you know, shoot video and stills together and now it's like shoot video and throw some pictures in there. Right. So like the emphasis has been taken away from photography and it's so much more focused on video but at the same time production values have gone down because budgets have been cut dramatically and like you know I've been stretched Mm -hmm. so I don't even get to put the amount of time and effort into it as much as I would like to and I have in the past and it's lost it's lost a little bit of its art for me and it's been it's been hard trying to recognize that you know what would you say is like maybe the biggest hurdle um that you've that you're dealing with right now with it being just all pushed to digital the fact that photographers i mean anybody can be a photographer now yeah in the smartphone day and age yeah um i mean what's the biggest hurdle now for you being in the adult industry already a taboo industry but then also like you said budgets are clearing out so it's now 
you know, it's taking away a lot of the stuff that makes you, you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would say budgets are pretty much the main thing, you know <laughs> what I mean? Because that affects so many, the way that I work in so many different ways. And, you know, it's been, the value of what you produce has been devalued because there's so much free porn out there. And because also, you know, the, the admin of the internet kind of did a strange, like, first it was great for the adult industry, and then it kind of like imploded on itself. Because before the internet came along, you know, it was a much smaller industry. I mean, you nobody, you couldn't just come into the industry and just start a porn company. You know, you had to know a distributor, right? right. You had to have somebody distribute your stuff. Um, if you wanted to be shoot photography, you had to have a magazine that would publish your stuff. So there was this hierarchy. And so when I came in, that's kind of how it was. You know, the internet had just started. And then, you know, it wasn't only just the internet, but it was also the technological advances with cameras. Right. So all of a sudden, you know, cameras that used to be completely out of the price range of the, you know, average consumer um, was suddenly affordable. You know, the camcorders kind of came hand in hand mm -hmm. with the early days of the internet. And then as bandwidth um, got better and cheaper, you could start producing video and shooting video pretty cheaply. And you could afford to buy the cameras yourself and you could build your own website and you could start pushing, putting your own content up. So it kind of became like this crazy wild west, you know, where all of a sudden everyone was shooting porn. Right. And there was just so much content out there and it was starting to become like it was just flooded. And then like the money kind of went out of it because, you know, uh, everybody started posting, you know, the tube sites came in and and everybody, you know, people stopped paying for porn. So so now it's like this weird place where, you know, everyone's trying to still make money in the industry, but everybody has to keep doing it on a smaller and a smaller budget. So, you know, now I have to usually shoot two scenes in a day oh when God. I used to have to shoot just one. And yeah. these are scenes with like scripts and, you know, like different ad moments that they need I mean, the and way they want sets yeah. and they want props and they want costumes. And I don't get a budget for any of that shit. So you have to bring all of this in yourself. I have to do it all myself. Jesus Christ. And I just don't don't have like and honestly too I mean maybe it's the fact that I'm getting older I'll be 39 next week I don't have the fucking energy I do not <laughs> well, have you look the energy good. you look good thank you you look good I for 39 for soon to be 39 thank you guys you. agent like wine just <laughs> wine with wine but it's like I, I, I just don't have I don't have the energy yeah and it's you know I don't have the help anymore I mean when I used to work for my mom you know we had a stylist and a makeup artist and we had two assistants and we had set builders and we had all those things and now yes. I have a makeup artist and an assistant maybe too and then yeah. that's it and I have to do everything else. I mean when I talk I mean, to I'm the PA too. Oh my god I do it all. I pick up the baby wipes off See? the floor. Hello people hire me okay I'll <laughs> okay. pick it up snap. I'll put the baby all on right. I'll, I'll just you know just tell me to sit in the corner and just you know make sure it looks sexy. I'll tell you I got you guys. Yeah. Hello hire me. Wait I, I get it and it's just it, it's kind of, um, again, it's very fascinating to me, again, just the progression mm -hmm. of porn. I mean, a lot of people just think that porn is just all about, oh, well, a girl's pussy's in the face, you got the back shots, you got the cum shots and all that, and it's just a film and that's it. Mm -hmm. But the more I, I research about it and, you know, watching those dreadful documentaries... <laughs> Oh gosh, gotta love those documentaries on porn. I, I really don't like them because I, they're all misleading. I I, all I agree. I, I agree. I feel like every um 
I would say pretty much every documentary lately that I've seen, Hot Girl Wanted and um, What's the, the follow-up. one with um, Tyler Knight in it? That's, That's Hot Girls Hot, Wanted. But Hot that is, there's different episodes. So I was in the first episode. Yes. Um, and a lot of people have agreed that's like the only one that has any kind of positive spin on it. He was in the money shot, which I think is episode I think three, it was like three. I yeah. think. Um, but that, I mean, even that documentary shocked me when they revealed the real names. I'm like, Ooh. what? And we're trying to fight Measure B. <laughs> there was some sloppy production work for yes. sure, but there wasn't an intention to reveal anyone's name. And it was actually only one person who had their name revealed. Revealed, yeah. Yeah, on their Facebook page. And it was it was definitely sloppy production work. But, you know, there was, I don't know. But I, I will say, going back to your episode, mm-hmm. I did... I loved it. Thank you. Because again, I've only read certain articles about you and your family. Mm -hmm. Um, I've met your mom actually when I was working at Vivid at the time. And again, it was just like, she is Susan Randall. First of all, just looks like the everyday grandmother with style. Mm -hmm. Like your mom's just fucking awesome. Period. Just an awesome lady. Yeah, she's she's great. And she's great. So, I mean, you see this lady, and then you realize that she's been behind some of the most iconic photos in pornography. And then you have yourself, you know, you really put it on the map during the 90s and 2000s, like we were saying before. So, again, it was nice to see you in the documentary, which is on Netflix still, guys, so you can still grab it. Um, I liked how they kind of normalize it, you know, that you had your horse bike riding, you know, background. And, you know, you, you grew up in a semi fairly decent, you know, well, yeah. normal, normal. That's the style. thing is I had a totally normal childhood and yeah. people find that really odd because <laughs> they think that everybody who works in porn has this kind of sorted, you know, background and, you know, they have, um, you know, there's like creepy or they have ulterior motives. And, right. You know, my parents are just like normal people who happen to fall into kind of a strange career path, which I think you can, I think you can say that about a lot of people um have you listened to the new what what actually just came out recently as a porn documentary but it's it's an audible one is um the butterfly effect by joe ronson no or john ronson um it's on audible right now i think it's free until like september 10th listen to me i'm like sound like i'm promoting i swear to god like i've never met the guy and i have nothing to do with it (laughs) but i listened to it and um and it's really interesting and it basically follows it's actually funny it talks specifically about the company that I work for, mm-hmm. which is now MindGeek. And it follows, you know, Fabian, who started that whole company with, mm-hmm. it was Mansef, and then it was Manwin, and then it became MindGeek. I remember and, when it was Manwin. Yeah. yeah. And the advent of the tube sites and how that changed everything. And so he follows that whole story. And he interviews Fabian, which is really interesting because Fabian's not in the industry anymore. Really? You know, yeah, he after he got arrested for tax evasion in Belgium, mm-hmm. he bought like his shares out and he's And gone. that was it. But they interview him and he, you know, pretty much straight up admits that he, you know, started this this model that he kind of knew was going to sort of make porn eat itself and he doesn't really care. And so he follows what he calls the butterfly effect yeah. and how this has affected so many people in the industry and all of the different ways that it's kind of... Um, 
the way that it's trickled down into so many different areas. Yeah. Um, he spent a year on set with like Mike Quasar. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's featured pretty heavily in it. And it's really fascinating, but it's 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 a great educational listen for the general public who doesn't really understand what the porn industry is struggling with and why we're kind of in the place that we are now and why everybody's such having such a hard time basically making a living anymore. Right. Now here's my favorite part. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the fans of porn. Yeah. Um let, let's talk let me just call you guys out because this is this is me. This is me being me. All right. I'm not a pornographer. I'm not in any way like I would say I'm more just like an advocate for the adult business, being that I do a podcast that features a lot of adult entertainers. But I got to say, you guys, as fans, you suck sometimes on your communication. Okay, I'm not saying supporting wise. You guys are great when you when it counts, when you got to support your favorite stars. But when it comes to the communication, I feel like social media has really, really ruined the way that you should come across your favorite stars. Yeah. I get a lot of, oh, when can I fuck you? And it's like, <laughs> my God. <laughs> no filter. Yeah. So- yeah, just no filter. Just going straight into it. And then, I mean, being on the professional side, you're in a male-driven world. Yeah. You know, for you to be, again, one of the top photographers, one of the go-to photographers, first of all, the fact that people knew that you were coming on my show, they were kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. They were like, how'd you get Holly on your show? And I'm like, I don't know. Sheer luck. Okay? <laughs> Sheer luck. I got her. It's awesome. I'm excited. You know, but again, it's like, in a... It, it fascinates me on the world of world of porn because as much as it is a male business, I feel like the women are the ones who are most on top, but we get the most shit for it. Yeah. You know, it's like you have all these women who make um, a part of like girlfriends films. And I believe that is run by women. Correct. I think the owner's a male. The owner's a male. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn it. Got to do better. Most of the directors are women. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you have, you know, porn for women, you have porn for couples, and you have, you know, these alternative sides of porn that kind of cater more to the feminine, softer touch, you know, for porn. But then you get the fan side, and it's like, oh my God, how can you go from saying one minute you love this girl, you know, you're all about her, you want to drink her bathwater, and then you ask the dumbest of all questions, which is, probably laid out in simplest terms like on the feed on the feed or you know we were just saying before how can you be watching certain people's you know social media feeds and not know who they are yeah or what they do or what they do or what what they're about it's not like you can't just click on an image or search on a name and just do the research i feel like the internet's made people really lazy Extremely lazy. I mean, people don't do their research. People don't read. I mean, you can even look back. You can even look at like the whole fake news thing. Oh my! And how people will retweet stories that come up on their timeline without actually reading them and know what they're about. I have two. Yeah, one hundred percent. You'd be like, you'll see the headline. You're like, oh, this looks terrible. Let me let the world know about it without actually looking into it or reading (laughs) it myself. You know what I mean? But I think it has it has people and attention spans are so short now. Way short. You know that's why Snapchat does so well because. 10 seconds. If only my dating life can be like Snapchat. Yeah. You know, just if only. But then again, I don't want to get the dick pics. 
Like y'all know, I don't do dick pics well. I even said, oh, maybe I'll be nice and opening up phone lines and Skype lines. No, you guys, don't Skype us. Don't want to see your penis. I don't know what it is about like guys who like just think that like people really want to see their dick. Right. They're like, let me show you this appendage that looks pretty much just like the rest of them. Especially when their dick is really like small. Really small, really angry, really hairy. Oh yeah, I I, I have names. I feel embarrassed to even show my pussy with a little bit of hair. Yeah. Like, I don't like to do anything on my premium when I need to go wax. Like, I mean, just, me personally, I don't feel like that's something I want to present to the table. But then if vice versa, if a porn star was to do, like, my favorite is when you're on social media and people will just blow up your line every hour. How are you doing? What are you doing? You really want to know what I'm doing? I'm sitting on the toilet taking a shit. You want to see that? You guys honestly want you, to see you that? You know that somebody does. Oh, they, they <laughs> you know, There's do. someone out there who totally wants to see that. I keep saying one of these days, I personally am going to just live stream everything that I do. You guys will see me fart in bed. You will see me take a shake. You're we'll you know, a fucking millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You guys just want to ask me what the fuck I do all day? Fine. You get everything. You get it all. There are a lot of lonely people out there, though, I think, too, who really, like, rely on the Internet for their source of communication. And I think also, too, a lot of, like, the younger generation, you know, I'm so grateful that I didn't grow up with the Internet and mm-hmm. it didn't come around until I, I was older. I the Internet really wasn't... <laughs> I don't like the internet to be to be completely honest. Like it's it's definitely like I mean people have terrible communication horrible. skills. People pick and choose what they want to hear too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you'll fully describe everything you said and they'll only pick a little bit of it. And it's like I mean, it, what were you looking or reading right now? It, it has its good moments. I mean, come on with the flood in Texas. Thank you for calling out Joel Olstein. I mean, come on, you asshole. How are you going to have a big ass church and then you're going to say, oh, we're flooded. We have no room. People. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, it's it's funny. There's 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 one there's one end where like people don't have to take accountability mm-hmm. for their actions because they can hide behind a keyboard. But then there's on the other hand where almost you can't get away with anything because everyone's got a phone. Exactly. On their camera. Free Wi-Fi everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And then there's also, you know, the people like yourself, you know, where you have a huge social media following. And it's like you really have to pick and choose your battles because, you know, one because you directed a certain comment to someone because you wanted to tell them, like, look, this is just not the way it works. Mm -hmm. You're going to be seen as the bad person. Yeah. Whereas the person that was saying the harassing comments, it's like they're praised. They're praised on the daily. So, you know, going back to it and all. I mean, I'm loving the conversation, but it's just it. It's so overwhelming. And I just find it so hilarious and just confusing at the same time for someone, for it being the industry that it is, already with a big stigma. And, you know, yeah, there's girls out there who are more out there than the others and and whatnot. And yet the respect level is just not there. Yeah. It's just a false pretense, just yeah. false pretense all over. And I, I just, it baffles my mind. So, I, I mean, I do get in... It makes me kind of interested to see what's going to happen in the next five, six years Yeah, in the adult industry. I mean, for you personally, where do you think, you know... The adult industry is going to go? Yeah. Hell in a handbath. <laughs> that part. <laughs> you know, I honestly...
honestly don't, I don't know. Want to be it's in the so hard. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so hard to predict because it's it's changed. I don't think anybody could have predicted. First of all, nobody could have predicted the internet what 30 years ago. Oh, you know, no. no way. And I don't think anybody realized that that where it would take us. You know, and and basically how it would have like almost kind of like destroyed our our livelihoods in a strange yeah, way. Yeah, it did. Um, so it's it's hard to say. And you know, I mean, I know what you mean about the negative feedback and the negative comments. I actually don't get that much of it. Um, mm, I feel very lucky. fortunate. But you know what? I think a big part of it is is because I'm not a model. Because like, you know, I don't put myself out there in a way that these other girls do, where these guys feel that they have the right mm-hmm. to say these things to you. That I think they think if they see your vagina, then they feel like they know you. Somehow, yeah, they feel like they or own they have you. some kind of right to you. Right. You know, and they have a right to, and they think, oh well, you know, she does this for a living, so she must want to see my dick. She must want to have sex with a bunch of strangers. And it's funny because a lot of guys don't realize, you know, when you work in the industry as a porn star, you have sex generally with the same 10 dudes. You know what I mean? Like you're not going out there and fucking a bunch of different people. It's, it's a very small, tight knit community and you generally work with the same people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this idea that these girls are so incredibly promiscuous and they'll just go out there and sleep with anyone is just not true at all. There are some girls who will tweet that they fucked our Uber driver, they fucked the delivery guy. So some girls put that perception out there and then and then guys jump onto that. Yeah. They're like, they're all like that. Yeah. yeah. That I mean, guys, come on. It's just like, even with me, I know I put my sexcapades way out there. I mean, I haven't. I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. You guys are in for a good personal Sapphire Zero play in a couple weeks. Ah. I'll say that. <laughs> this, this is time with Holly. Holly, I'm a bit of a freak. I'll say that. Bit, hey, there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. You I, know, it's just. I think we all are. Honey, I, 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 I need to put myself like on retirement for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just, put on the pussy? Yeah. My, like, you know how I was saying that I've been You need feeding. a time out. Yeah, I need a time out. I, I was complaining I wasn't getting enough sex. Mm-hmm. Because I now I'm having way too much. Uh, and with way too many people. <laughs> All at the same time. It's like now group sex is my new summer goal. And it's been amazing. Hashtag summer goal. Yeah, hashtag summer sex goals. It was on, it was on point. <laughs> but now I'm like, it's time to... Hang up the hoism a little bit. Let me just. Your whole phase over. Whole phase over. Whole phase <laughs> is done for the summer. <laughs> gotta think, you know, it's just gotta pull it back. I mean, it is almost cuffing season, so. Uh, no, not about that. Oh, okay, the okay. only thing I'm cuffing is this new job. Yes. 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 That part. Cuff the money. Cuffing Cuff the money. The That's money. the only thing. That's the only thing. Oh gosh, there's so much that I can I can literally ask you, but I think it's time to have some fun. Okay. Since we're gonna be wrapping up soon. Yes. Now we like to play little games. We like to do like would you rather or this list of like dirty words where you have to guess, you know, the sex act. So I'm okay. like, you know what? We did that. I wanna get some would you rather. You okay. versus I. Okay. See see which where our heads are at okay. in this game. So are you ready for that? I'm ready. Alright, Yaz, give us some good ones. Okay, so this one caught my eye. Holly and Sapphire. Would you rather die and have your credit card statement or Google search history released? Ooh. Oh, credit card statement for sure. I'm so boring. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like pottery barn. 
like Petco. My search history, no one wants to see that. Actually, my I, boyfriend accidentally came across my search history the other day, and I was a little embarrassed. Ooh, what happened with that? Well, I was actually showing him something on my phone, and you know how like they have like the auto kind of fill in. When oh yeah. Something in, and I was putting in something, and it and I can't remember what it was, and like what came up was like like dirty old men fucking like. <laughs> young chicks were saying and he was like what the fuck's that I'm like nothing just some research honey just some research you know just- yeah I know I can always use that excuse right but he's not it seems right it's actually like, whoops that's funny because similar thing happened to me last week made a threesome mm. so you know I'm putting on sexy time music and I'm opening up my iPad all of a sudden my recent porn history pops up and it's a very loud amateur porn video of this man just like fucking the shit out of this chick but like the bed shook the walls were shaking and everything and you just hear ah, 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 and all you know like two people are in the bed and they're like what the fuck what, what were you just watching before you you know you add us and I'm like oh I'm sorry you know just don't, don't worry about it. I love how you were about to have a threesome and yes. you were embarrassed by the porn that came up. I was embarrassed. I like, was very. Oh my, oh my, oh my goodness. Hey, so it, sorry. I was very embarrassed by the porn that popped up, okay? And then <laughs> sometimes it might be pimple popping videos. Oh, I hate oh. when you do that. You fucking hate I, You know what? It. There is. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. so gross. We actually talked about that on my podcast with really? Jelena and Ryan. I don't know if you remember that part. You know what? I think I may have paused right before. Yeah. So you got to let me We go. did talk about how, like, we kind of, like, have a small obsession. Oh. I mean, I don't... I've only seen a couple, but they are satisfying. Oh, I will spend so bad. hours online in the middle of the night of my insomnia. I mean, I smoke a lot of weed, so you would think, it like, I would just fall to sleep. But, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm on there watching pimple popping videos, earwax picking ones. Just the scene you post was the guy with the one on the back. Oh, that was my favorite. Oh my I know which one you're talking about. Is it like a big sis? It was a huge sis. I feel like I might have seen that one too. It's a huge sis, and it's by Dr. Pimple Popper, but like she literally stabbed it and then it just like exploded. Oh, and it was just oh. Okay, since you watched that, what's the cause of these type of pimples? Like to get that large with some people that that just don't clean their bodies, honestly. Apparently it's also it can be a cluster. Paul just told me. It can be a cluster of them. So like you'll get one and it'll trigger another pore next to it, which yep. will trigger another pore next to it. So they're actually like a multiple oh and they're multiple form. pimples and they kind of oh form into God, one large so disgusting. thing. People just I mean, again, clean your bodies. You know, make sure if you see the spots, you know, go take care of it. Don't sit around in like your sweaty, uh, wet gym clothes. Never. Use antibacterial soap, change out your loofahs. I mean, there's a lot of things. All of it. All of it. But yeah, I mean, keep them coming, you guys. I mean, if you personally have pimple popping videos, send them to me. Ms. Radio Sapphire. I don't like dick pics, but I'll take some pimple pics. What if the pimple's on the dick? Ooh, low-key. Like, low <laughs> He's like, let me show you my pimple exploding everywhere. I will say, I it's did the same see, size. I did see an interesting one on a guy's balls, and it looked like a third, like a third ball in the middle. Like that's how huge it was. Uh-uh. And I think it was um. I can't think of the name of it. It wasn't an ingrown hair? No, it wasn't an ingrown hair. It wasn't um, a cyst. I think it was, um, 
I can't think of the name, and I have no. Oh no, no. Though I love looking at herpes of the skin. I think it's fascinating. I, I'm very Girl, good. You as long pumps. as it's not on set. No, right? no, not on set, not on set. But see, this is what happens when you grow up. My mom's a nurse, so it's yeah. like you know, you grow up looking at these things, and you're like, oh, this is this is awesome. It's important for people to know what herpes looks like. Yes. You, you encounter it. You want to know what that is because I've had people try to pass that off to me as like, oh, I just have a little razor burn or it's an on here and I'm like, no, it's me. I know what that is. Coming in all smelling right. Like, yeah. No, yeah. No. You're going home. I was going to say, you probably see a lot just being a photographer. <sighs> yeah, I've seen a couple of things. But for the most, I mean, to be honest, for the most time, like people show up and there's most people that I work with are professional enough. If they have something or they have an outbreak, they cancel. Okay. You know what I mean? They'll be like, look, I can't show up. I'm having this. And I'm like, dude, I totally thank you. Because mm-hmm. I would have had to send you home. You know what I mean? We can't. That's not fair to the other performer. But I have had some couple, a couple people show up and like try to pass off as something else. I did have one girl show up who had general awards and didn't know what they were. Oh, no. And I was like, it was really bad. I had to take a picture and then I had to pull her to the side. I told my crew to go away. Oh, and I God. took a picture and I, because she couldn't really see it. It was yeah, kind of like yeah. in her undercarriage. <gasps> and, she w- and she was like, oh, I just think it's like a couple of ingrown hairs. I'm like, no, it's not, sweetie. And I pulled her aside. I'm like, this is, you can see how it follows a pattern. And she was like, oh my God, I noticed like those kinds of things like on my boyfriend's, you know, penis like a few weeks ago. And he just told me it was a rash. And I was like, oh. I would not. I felt so bad for her because she honestly had no idea. And so her boyfriend gave her general rewards and like made her think that it was something else. else. Yeah. He got it from someone else. So he was, it was just this whole mess. I felt See, bad. guys, this is why we have these open conversations. This is why you have to check yourself. I, I get so pissed off when I hear guys immediately when they say, well, I was only in one relationship, so do I really need to go get tested? I'm oh, like, yes. Yeah. I don't care how long you had condoms with this chick. I don't know what she had. Yeah, and or you she don't know. Given you and and what you don't know given. if she was with somebody else. Exactly. A lot of STDs don't have symptoms. They don't yes, have symptoms. They have a long, long period of staying dormant. A lot of times with guys too, they don't they don't show up in guys, but show up more often in women. Yeah, and here's the the weird thing about it too. Um, I always say because of the fact that a woman's sexual organs are internal versus mm-hmm. a male, which are external. Yeah, women are more likely to catch things, but again, we're not going to know. Our, our vaginas right are away. open wound at the end of the day. Yes. It's open. It's open, but it's still again, it's just everything gets trapped in there. And screw the whole self-cleaning oven thing. Yes, it's a self-cleaning oven for certain things. It does not self-clean herpes. Yeah, and also too, I think the vaginal walls are thinner, so they're more susceptible to tearing. Way more tearing and all that. And it's, it's easier for a woman to catch something. Way easier. Yeah. So again, guys, educate yourselves. Yes, his hit us with another one. Another all good right, one. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay. Uh hmm. Okay, would you rather be catfished or the victim of identity theft? Catfished. Mm. Catfished. Okay. Definitely catfished. Yeah. Have you ever been catfished? Yeah. Well, I mean, someone used me to catfish what? a picture of me, which I, first of all, was like super flattered. Okay. But then I was angry because they used a really terrible picture of me. <laughs> and I was like, you know, there's way better pictures of me out there than that. I got to say, the two photos that we have on the Periscope right now are like some good Photoshop ones. to death. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> 
much. You know, and it's and you're gorgeous in person. Thank so there you. you go. Thank you. <laughs> you know, people when they catfish with my pictures, they always do use the ugliest pictures. Like, why did you use a picture that I like my first porn scenes? Like, maybe because you look more like approachable, maybe or something like that. You know what I mean? But then, how do you get catfished by a, a fake porn page? Like, people don't watch porn; they don't get it. I feel like in this day, again, in this day and age, I feel like now we have gotten so smart yet so dumb with yeah. this technology because everything can be done in real time and I mean I watch today is catfish after this show I'm about to binge on catfish and I mean every episode of catfish it's the same thing it is always the uglier photos it is always wow these really? different things that say you're um, blocked that say uh you are blah. just different numerous things mm-hmm. you know but it's just funny how again technology makes it so believable like you want it you want to believe it's that person yeah because they do certain things they have a snapchat they have a, an instagram you might not see their face but hey same complexion they might have the same you know body type so i don't have to show the face necessarily mm-hmm. so you know it can go in that direction so yeah i don't know i i honestly would rather be catfish though i tell people all the time good luck trying to catfish me because I always catch you. <laughs> I always catch him some way or form. Oh, man. I got stories for days of that. Got another one for us? Let's see. Would you rather have the ability to see every text that wasn't sent to you or the ability to see every text that's about you? Mm. Oh, neither. I don't want to know what people are saying about me behind my back. <laughs> I don't want to fucking know. <laughs> what sign are you? Virgo. Okay, nice. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. Because I'm, I'm so like devil's advocate. I'm always... I know you're not supposed to feed the trolls. Yeah. I know you're not supposed I to. Mute, I mute all of them. Oh my gosh. Do you I, think I'm taking the high road and ignoring them? I just mute them. Oh man. I, I wish I could, but sometimes I have time. Yeah. I, I just can't back down. Like, I wish you would say this to my face in person. I tell people all the time, like, yo, I'll even tell you where I'm at right now. I'm at the movies. Come say it to my face. Yeah. Come to me at dinner time and come to a Dodger game and say that to me, what you just said. They won't. Like, no. And then... I, I honestly, I do go digging. Yeah, I will look and see the comments that you guys leave me. I mean, I went on a whole spree on YouTube thing. this week. I saw all these nasty comments on YouTube. What is it with YouTube and people always, like, YouTube seems to be the, the breeding hub. place for horrible comments. Like, I see more negative comments on YouTube than I see, like, anywhere else. Right. And I, exactly. And that's why I was like, screw what people say on Instagram. I want to see what people are saying on YouTube. Because I feel like, again, it's still a bigger platform than them all. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody goes to YouTube. You it's have been to around go to longer. Yeah, it's been yeah. around longer. It's been, you know, it, it, and it's a way that people don't have to show their faces. Yeah. In a way, they can still use, true, you know, because your Instagram profile will technically link everything. back to your, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, it, you have no paper trail with this. Yeah. So I find it kind of funny that when I look at these comments and people are like, oh, you, you don't do your job anymore. I was like, I don't even work for the same company anymore. Like, yeah. get get over it. You're telling me to go to bed. No, I'll go to bed when I want, but I'm going to keep, keep doing me. Yeah. Oh, thank you for calling me fat because, yeah, I lost 40 pounds, but thank I you. I don't see nothing fat on you. I so, don't. 
I don't. I, I again, the trollers. I like to feed you guys. You know, keep it coming because you don't make me cry. I just laugh because you guys are pathetic. Well, it's I, more a projection of how people feel about themselves. Oh, majorly. Because it it's like whenever you see all those negative, it's so much more about the person who's who's saying those things than it is about you. And yeah. I just always think like you must be a really unhappy person to spend your time going online and like putting other people down. Yeah, like, and I tell just, them that all the time. I'm like you're, you're probably just, in your mom's. You're so unhappy. And Very unhappy. I'm, I try to like when I'm feeling magnanimous, I try to view it with like a sense of compassion. I just feel like you're just sad. Yeah, you're sad. I'm and sorry then I try to find a positive comment. Out of all the 30 nasty comments, there's like one or two. One. It's like wow. one positive and uplifting. It's crazy. We live in a world of negativity that thrives. We thrive on the negativity. Yeah. We thrive on it. But even too, like, think about it. If you get 10 compliments and one insult, you're going to remember the insult. Always. The insult and human nature is just like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I always will remember, you know, looking back on it 10 years in this industry now. It's just more of like for every time a person told me I couldn't or that I wouldn't, I've exceeded. Yeah. You know, I've knocked it off. So it's like, guys, thank you. Keep it going. You guys are super for that. And I don't like the, the comments where they give you a compliment, but then end it with an insult. Oh, of course. Because like it's compliment. always an insult at the end. It's like, why did you have to even say anything? And it was just not worth it. Some people also, I feel like a lot of people just don't have manners. No. Like they just weren't raised properly. They didn't have like parents to guide them and like teach them like how to talk to other people. And I mean, I remember very specifically the lesson that I had when I was a little girl about like say I remember I was given a gift for my birthday mm-hmm. it must have been like six or something like that and I didn't like it and it was for my mom's friend oh no and I said I'm like I don't like this present it's stupid and my mom pulled me aside and she was like you don't ever say that she's like if you you know if you don't like something you don't say that to that person you accept it graciously you tell them thank you right and then you don't have to wear it if you don't yeah, want you to just keep it you don't ever speak to someone like that and I remember that lesson like so vividly in my head and I was like oh because it, it's true and some people just oh, don't get that my lesson, sister was I like that with call back person we're gonna take your call I'm so sorry about that but no I, I I'm with you because I've been given gifts where I'm just like are you kidding me yeah why would you give this to me yeah. some of a thank you card give it away yeah make it a white elephant party all right let's see if we got this person you got Sapphire's earplay on the line what's up Hello. Yes, can you speak up louder? Yeah, you're you're sounding really garbled, boo. You're gonna have to call back. Call us back. It sounds like his mouth's really far away from like the mouthpiece. But yeah, my sister, when she was younger, she was very outspoken. I had a guy that was dating, I mean he didn't have a job. So when he gave me a necklace, she was like, How did you buy that? You're broke. I was like, wow. You're not supposed to be discussing what we talk over at home. No. Yeah. You know? No. Manners always, guys, get you further. <laughs> always get you further. And I think that's also another thing that you have to take away even in the world of dating. Manners goes a long way. I don't care, you know... Yes, we all like a bad boy in the bedroom, but at the same time, I'm not just gonna let a bad boy just call me whatever the fuck he wants because he wants pussy. Yeah. It just it just does not go that way. Sapphire's airplay. Hey, how you doing? Uh, how you doing, uh, Mr. Sapphire? See, I like it when people know how to Hi, use Randall. what's up. Hi. So Reggie, what's your question I'm for Holly? Just- 
Yes, I'm a huge fan. I love your photography and, and your directing. You. And I did get your documentary. It was amazing. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. And I was watching on Instagram as well. My question is, what has been your most challenging, I guess, um, photography shoot that you that you've ever had? Oh, man. God, there's... Oh, boy, that's a good one. Like um, one. Let's see. I mean, there's so many things that can make a shoot difficult. Usually the model's a pain in the ass. That's the biggest thing, because if I've got a model who's on board, who's like, you know, like all gung-ho for the shoot, then we, I feel like we can accomplish anything. It's with like a radio. Yeah. Same thing. But if a girl's just like, you know, not with it, doesn't want to be there. Oh, I had one girl who... Um, I was shooting a solo on and she like, we shot the video, like a solo video masturbation and she freaked out afterwards and like, I guess went down to the makeup room and started crying <gasps> saying that she felt violated and all this crazy shit. And she'd done like other much more hardcore scenes yeah. for other people. And like my makeup artist talked her down. It was so bizarre. And I guess she'd been on the phone earlier with her dad or something. So something must've triggered it. Something. And then like she took a pill I don't know what she took she took a Xanax and then she was a completely different person oh she came back and she was super happy and she was like you know what I mean like oh but honestly after that I never shot her again because it horrified me to think that somebody would you know say that they that I, they felt violated by me that I had in some way like compromised their integrity or mm-hmm. just made them feel bad or made them feel uncomfortable like that's the last thing that I want right no and one so should after that I. I was like no no, no way. Like, I don't ever want you on my set ever again. <laughs> that is too much. Well, Reggie, thank you so much for calling. Uh, you're welcome. I'll gladly watch back on uh, on Instagram. Instagram, Periscope, let us know. Show that love. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. I'm really enjoying the show as always. Oh, thank you, Reggie. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Our phone lines are open. The number's right there pinned on my Instagram live feed. So you have any questions, comments, feedback, please call in. 323-375-4018. We are still taking some more calls. And we haven't done this in a long time. But we're going to keep the funness rolling. I don't know about you, Ollie, but my guilty pleasure on top of pimple popping videos <laughs> is just the stupid news headlines all across the board. Oh, God. Which stupid news are we talking about? Trump oh, we, stupid news? Oh, no, no, like no. Dumber shit than that. No, the dumber shit. The dumber shit where it matters because I can't take it. I cannot take any more a President Cheeto <laughs> tan. Dusty McDust You know, I've noticed he's not. Yeah, it's probably. You know what? But I was really sad that this motherfucker didn't wake up blind. You looked at the solar or lunar. Was it solar? The lunar eclipse. No, it was solar. Solar eclipse. eclipse. But he didn't look long enough, and I was just like, damn it, damn it. (laughs) Look up a little bit longer, just a little bit, just a little bit. But no Trump news. I will say though, um. Please support, support, support um, your local foundations for Houston, um, Red Cross, local hospitals. Go online. There are several different places. Here in Los Angeles, there's a lot of uh, fundraisers going on this weekend. Um, Definitely check them out. So I just want to say, you know, prayers to all of you guys. I know I got some earbuds in Houston that have been tweeting me and Snapchatting me. I'm glad that you guys are safe, but my friend again, do is your going part. through it right now. He's in Port Arthur and his whole 
His whole town is flooded. That's... He lives on the first floor of his, you know, complex, and everything's in water. Just flooded. See, I can't can't imagine going through that. Mm -mm. I've never been through, like, a major natural disaster, and I can't even imagine. So, yeah, my heart goes out to those people. Seriously. It's got to be terrible. I mean, just looking at the footage, I'm like, thank God it's not... You know, we did jump on the ball fast enough with Katrina. I mean, then Katrina, so thank God. But, I mean, the footage is seeing... I mean, yesterday they were showing on Channel 7 just people in, like motorboats and jet skis and just whatever they can find. I think I saw a guy in just a bucket, you yeah. know, just kind of drifting along, you know, just trying to, you know, help people. Yeah. So, I mean, help is needed, guys. So don't think that you're not doing your part or you're not doing enough. A little bit goes a long way. Check out your local, you know, shelters and everything. There are plenty of funds going out. So thoughts and about, people um, in Houston. It possibly going to Louisiana? No. Somebody had snapped that it was a possibility like the storm could move on to Louisiana. Oh, lordy lord. They already done went through some stuff, man. <laughs> and here it's just hot as fucking LA. It's like, mean, we got the fans. Hot. It's For huge. It should be almost September. I mean, we had to bust out the ghetto air conditioner. My dad's like, I'm going to go get you some ice. Just blow it in here. It's going to be fine. You know what that That's is. what that is. We're, we're going to invest together in a Dyson fan. Uh, something. That I Dyson, need something. It's going to be cold as fuck in the winter. No, it's going to be it's gonna be bomb in the winter here. But right now, it's just too hot as fuck. <sighs> okay, so let's get to, to some craziness and wrap up with Holly who's been a great guest thank you so much for coming on you were awesome hope you've been enjoying our craziness as well yeah Um, okay so the first news story 40% of British people wouldn't consider it cheating if they had sex with a robot what yes yes well you know what they had fucking machines and everybody was like oh that robot you fuck because I was a really they had a robot for me (laughs) and it moved (laughs) see I don't know I'm just I can't hop on board with this robotic sex I just I'd rather I don't know I'd rather have the fake dick the, 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 Something the one that I just real. I don't know. But Every time, it, wouldn't a robotic dick be a fake dick anyway? I mean, it would be a fake dick, but they're talking about like full blown robots. You know, robots. Like the Android. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, I don't know. Is it cheating? I don't know. I mean, I'm half British, so I'm gonna <laughs> go with the rest of them and be like, it's not cheating. I don't think it's cheating. I mean, you definitely can't have an emotional connection exactly. with a robot. I mean, exactly. Isn't that the greatest fear about people cheating? on, you know, their significant other or something like that is attaching some kind of emotional, you know, relationship with somebody. I think, honestly, if you're cheating virtually and without, like, emotions, I don't consider it, like, cheating per se. So what about if you're your man, you had a man. Okay. What if he, the only way he messed around was to do webcam? Like, if he was on, on like, you know, all those webcam sites, would you consider that cheating? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you would count as cheating, because does cheating, does that mean that you have to have a connection with another human being? Does it have to be a physical connection? Can it just be, like you said, on webcam? Um, Does it have to be, you know, a sexual dalliance with something other than your significant other? I guess it depends on what what it, you guys think is cheating. Exactly. What your significant. I mean, some women think that you know men watching porn is cheating, which know? I think it's it's not cheating. Watching a porn, I mean, it's harmless. It's not like you're physically screwing another well, human being. And this is the thing: like men are biologically programmed in a way that they have to expel semen on a regular basis. Yeah. It's actually not good yes. for you to hold it in, and it can lead, you know, to a higher um, chance of prostate cancer. So men actually. 
have to masturbate because they have to get their semen out. I was going to say that. you're not sucking it out of them all the time, they need to get it out another way. So, like, I mean, the fact that women get upset that, you know, their their man masturbates or it's just like, I mean, that's just straight up biology. Yeah. Honestly. I'm like, how dare you tell me I can't jack off? Now, men, this is, now, I don't think Holly's just saying, you know, go around, whip your dick out, and just land loads everywhere. Oh, yeah, no, I am. <laughs> Definitely do that. Go to Target and just come just all over the home goods aisle. <laughs> Clean up oh, our aisle tag. Definitely do that. Like, just just go plant the loads every, you know, anywhere. Just, you know, just do it. Just just do it, you guys. Just do it. But no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, we as humans do have a need for yeah. touch. Yeah. You deprive a human being of touch, even on early childbirth, and I tell it all the time, human touch is needed. We have to be touched. We have to release. Can't have all that pent-up sexual frustration. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's why you see, you know, when you see the, you look at the countries that have the most amount of sexual repression and you always have the highest levels of violence against females. Yes. And you see that sexual repression come out in other sick, twisted ways. You know, I mean, look at, like, for example, India, where porn is illegal. Mm-hmm. They have, like, the, some of the highest cases of rape in highest the world. Highest cases of rapes. Highest cases of Middle domestic East, abuse. Same thing. You All know, that. I mean, just like anywhere that you that you suppress the human sexuality, it's one of our basic biological drives that's been baked into our makeup. Right. You know, and it's and when you try to put a lid on that, it's like a boiling pot. It'll bubble over and it'll come out in what other it? ways. Exactly. And it's just like it's just it's just the way that we're made. And you look at countries that are very sexually liberated, like for example Amsterdam. You know. Mm-hmm. Where prostitution is legal, Amsterdam is one of the safest countries in the world. And they are the country, um, Berlin, that's the country. Berlin is the one that's opening up a robotic hostel. So you can have sex with a robot in their private hostels over there. You know, Germany's always been cutting out of technology. <laughs> I keep telling myself I need to go because, I mean, I know that they've lowered down on the, the marijuana business over there and everything, but I still want to just embrace that culture of openness that they have. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like it's honestly just the mecca of sex and everything kind of taboo. Europeans in general usually don't aren't as uptight as Americans are. I mean, that, and that was a dichotomy I mean, that I definitely are, saw. Their boobs are out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at British Vogue and it's topless. It's topless. And then even just looking at Britain, I love British television. Oh, my God. Sky TV is like my shit. And I love it because you see the sex scenes. You see realness. Yeah. You see real bodies. And there's a lot less violence, too. A lot less violence. My ex was English. And when he moved here, he couldn't believe the violence that was on American television uptight we are about sex. I mean, I remember when I went to the south of France and I went to one of those nude beaches, you know, I was like, oh my god, I can't take my top off. Everyone's gonna look at me. And, you know, I took my top off. No one's no one cared. shit. Yeah. And at first it was kind of weird. And I work in the porn industry and at first it was kind of weird to me. And then after a couple hours, I was like, you just, no one cares. It becomes it's a skin. Amazing. It's a yeah. skin. And That's it, all it is. It's exactly what it is. I mean, I love it. Honestly, the more that I've embraced my sexuality and just kind of gone out there and just done things, experienced it, I honestly feel more liberated. Yeah. And I understand why, you know, 
to people who are open about their sexuality and work in an industry where it, you know, sex is not such a taboo, but it's just like an everyday thing. It's amazing. You know, you could tell the difference between people. Yeah, you could and tell I can the guarantee difference. that those guys leaving those um, incredibly rude comments on your Instagram and your Twitter feeds, those are people that have serious issues with sex. Oh, yeah. And are sexually repressed, you know, and these are the kinds of guys that follow you and watch all your scenes, but then call you a whore. Yeah. You know, and it's that strange dichotomy where it's like... Very strange to me. Like, you, you're enjoying, like, you're enjoying my scenes for entertainment, and then you're turning around and, and insulting me. me, and it's... You've got some serious sexual hang-ups. Huge, huge sexual hang-ups. Here's another one. A school gets a cease and desist letter after taking gun- kids to a gun shop. Why would they do that? Anyway, so a school in Georgia... Um, they decided to take first right, they decided to take first and second graders on a field trip to a gun shop. Why? <laughs> Is it thinking, why? They said, um, oh gosh, they said it was part of a history lesson. They wanted to uh, teach them about the American um, history of guns, six gun and violence. Seven, six and seven year olds don't, are not going to soak that in. They're not going to even remember that. Yeah, it's a little young. Yeah, I can maybe see that like in high school. Right, like, yeah. but taking younger kids to a gun range—that's a little young. And then they went into—they uh, went in further, and they said they wanted to show the kids about the history of Annie Oakley and other famous gunslingers who were at high caliber to view um, the Westchester rifle and a six-shooter. Again, all these things that you could just go to a regular fucking museum. Yeah. Why take them to a gun show or gun shop? In in. It makes no sense, you guys. It makes no sense. As many, uh, there's so many different plantations in Georgia they could have gave history to. There, there's history there. They could have went to a cotton field, let these kids know about, you know, the history. They could have the just field. gone to the actual places where these gunslingers actually fought. Yes. This is what really pisses me off. And this is another example of just America glorifying violence. Oh, yeah. We, we thrive on it. Yeah, uh, kids, bring your daddy's gun to school next time. That's really what it might as well have been. That's really what it could have been. Uh, but here's another one. This is my favorite one. It happened in Florida. But a Florida man was arrested after a routine traffic stop, which they found him carrying an assortment of drugs and a large amount of money. But the biggest surprise came to them when they came back to the station and found that the cash had disappeared, but $20 bills, $20 bills were falling out of his ass. Hey, man. You gotta hide it somewhere. Yeah. They found meth, they found cocaine, they found heroin, they found scale inside his um, vehicle. Oh, and they're going inside his butt. I'm like, how much stuff can that guy shove up his ass? Jesus Christ. Well, um, they really put up his ass. Wait, no, this is, how much, this is how much money he put in his ass. $1,090. $1,090 rolled up in his ass. Wow. So that was all he made for the day? That's why he had so much product on him? <laughs> I mean, when in doubt, I'm just, I'm really trying to, like, think, how did you roll them? And then stuff it in there. Yeah. Because yeah, because the, the edges are sharp. Super sharp. And I mean... <laughs> I mean, I've heard of people like sticking them in with condoms, you know, things with condoms yeah, up their yeah, asses. Yeah. But this sounds like he legit shoved them in his butthole, just raw. Wow. <laughs> Bands up his ass. Bands up his ass. <laughs> and the final story. It's a really fucked up story, you guys. 
but it has to be said because it is day sex and the confused news. A child porn defendant claims he did not know he was looking at underage pictures because he is blind. But how are you looking at <laughs> pictures? How did you type in? So the 44-year-old guy from Blackpool, um, he said that he was, um, that he is legally blind and that he can only see shades. But when they went onto his, onto his computer, I mean, this man downloaded 71 images of obscene images of children on his computer. 12 of the images were alleged to be of the worst variety, they said, um, What's the worst variety? I, I'm guessing just compromising photos. Okay, my question in is some kind of sense. How, how do police find out about these sex offenders? Like, do, does there is there a flag on the? No, internet there's got There's or? definitely got to be a paper trail. But my thing is, how in the world this and the fact that this guy did he's been granted bail, so it's like he's walking away from it. But he's saying that he legally is blind and he can only see shades. So you that's why the test for that. Have I, mean, to. I guess it would sort of make sense if he was downloading video because maybe he'd be getting off on the noises. Maybe. But, but even a little pictures, girl really sounds like weird. a little girl if she's making noises. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, it's like the Asian porn. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> some people do sound like little girls. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I'm not, not going to do my Asian. Oh, come on. Give us that Asian look. Give, give us that voice. Oh, sucky, sucky. Oh, you're so big. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hentai and anime. So. so, so again, guys, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, you can get away with it, but clearly, if you're just saying that you downloaded the porn because you're legally blind, I mean. But how do you know to download? He thought they were recipes. How do you say they were cooking recipes? <laughs> I thought I was looking at, you know, uh, the latest cricket game. You know, <laughs> I just I didn't know. I didn't know, honey. I didn't know. Forget about. Oh my gosh. Well, I got to say, you guys, we're ending day sex and confused news. We're wrapping up the show. Holly, you have a podcast. Let us, you know, give us the details of Unfiltered. Um, It's Holly Randall Unfiltered, and you can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, Yeah, pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast. We are going to release the videos of them on my YouTube page pretty soon, but I'm actually working on creating a a really cool animated intro that I want to put at the beginning of each one because I want to look very professional. So, of course, will be coming soon, but um, not yet. But every Wednesday, um, they release one, and... Next week is going to be Missy Martinez. <gasps> Love her. So, wow. yeah. Awesome. We ended up talking about a lot, poop a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's kind of a shitty podcast. Hey. You know what I mean? You know, when shit happens, it happens. It definitely happens. <laughs> Well, I am definitely going to be looking out for that. Um, anything else that people need to know, like where they they can find you, make sure to where to follow you. You can find me on Instagram at Holly Randall. You can find me on Twitter at Holly Randall. You can find me on Snapchat at Holly Randall 78. I also have um, some books out. I have my newest book is uh, Kinky Super Beauties, and um, you can buy all of them on Amazon. Or you can reach out to me directly, and I will uh, send you an autographed copy. And my workshops for October 7th and 8th they're almost completely sold out I only have like two more shooting slots left on the Sunday though I do have lecture tickets open and they just went on sale and you can find those at hollyrandallworkshops.com awesome well I gotta say Holly it's been a pleasure thank you so much for coming on the show thank you let it not be the last I would love to come on to yours too we gotta work something out I would love to do it Yaz anything going on with you girl um, right now, I'm back on prep for my NPC bikini competition, which will be next year. Woo! 
get it. So that's about it. And, you know, I just kind of officially announced my retirement. Yes. So, I mean. Happy retirement, girl. Thank you. I got to say, you guys, um, I got a new job. But you guys will not be able to find out anything until September 11th. And the only way you're going to find out is, of course, following me on my Snapchat, on my Instagram, on my Twitter, at Ms. Radio Sapphire. I'm relocating. I'm out of L.A. I'm leaving L.A. I'm leaving L.A., you guys. But all I'm going to say is September 11th. Stay tuned. You definitely are going to. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Just keep riding with me. Um, As far as Sapphire's Day Play, next week we are going to be doing a show, most likely, before I venture off and leave little old LA. But um, make sure that you follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire and everything. Make sure that you give the Misfits Network a shout out. You can go on to our Twitter. You can go on to their website, themisfitspodcastnetwork.com. Leave them some love. Go on to my iTunes. Go on to Podomatic. Show some love, some Sapphire's Airplay love. I mean, we got more stuff to go. So, again, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Until next week, I'll see you guys later. Good see night. you guys. Bye.